0: Good afternoon, everyone. We need to start today with a quick note to our goblin friends. The worgen, too, but really just the goblins. To anyone who this week feels like they have lost a friend, who has lost an extension of themselves, who feels violated by changes Blizzard has made, also to the Alliance for being subject to Blizzard's torment for years, We today will take a moment of silence to mourn for what has been lost and to reflect upon the pain that has been inflicted upon us over the years. To those who have fallen, we remember you in our hearts. Thank you. And welcome to the South Fury Watch podcast. Joining me today is my good friend, they are the assassin in the shadows, the leader of warriors, sometimes a political mastermind, and also the guild master of the Steel Paw Sheodan. Please welcome, Leon Shi.
1: How's it going, everybody? Hey, uh, Tops. Question: Um, at the beginning of your podcast, I need to have some really awesome intro music. Like, if this is lame. I'd be mad upset <laughs> hey, but look I appreciate you thank you for having me and all that stuff be you know more than happy to always have look forward to talking to you and now I get to uh, embarrass you across the your wide variety of your audience here um, this is this is an outstanding opportunity you know?
0: no dude happy to have you here I mean as you know probably by now yeah. uh, we, we are broadcasting across universes globally Mm-hmm. Um, you know to our friends out in the Corpoolulu sector
1: yeah all across as of raw sometimes you know across the states man this is yeah this is great this
0: is prime time
1: this so is prime time
0: yeah man so we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of good stuff that we really need to get to today <laughs>
1: okay great
0: um you know first things first you know obviously Tuesday um patch 8.2.5 this week which frankly the release of that has been, Pretty bad.
1: It's it's been something. I've I've had a lot more time to internalize it, and you know, I think I went through the stages of grief. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) denial, like you know, rejection, then you know, acceptance and understanding. Um, and it doesn't. Well, this is gonna sound bad, but it doesn't hurt as much as it did now. And and having some time to just look at the larger picture I'm kind of more uh, comfortable with it now if that makes sense mm. um well so I mean we we we, we saw you know what happened are, are we okay with spoilers in this in in this this podcast can we just let it all loose or do we have to yeah. talk ambiguous all right look um I am now, when I sat there and just like watched, I thought it had a little bit of uh the, the emotional, I guess, gravitas or weight as the same people when um when Blizzard said that uh you know before Mr. Pandaria launched that they said Garrosh was going to be the uh the final boss of the expansion. And I saw on the forums, there, I was like, wait, what the hell? Like, why, why'd you do that? We like this character, why would you build him up to turn him to, to this kind of thing? And then Um, I'm just, I'm just extremely, uh, I feel bad, but I'm also kind of excited to see how that changes, uh, the dynamic of like, say forsaken players and role players and things like that, you know, I, uh, because for extremely long time, they just had this one big cult of personality that's, uh, you know, that's cultivated everything that they're about just to have that, you know. The, the veil be pulled off. I'm like, ah, oh, nope, this uh this bitch didn't give a give a damn about the rest of y'all. So um
0: have you ever um have you ever really been involved with the Forsaken community?
1: Not the community. So here's the thing back in the day before I, you know, I got bit by, you know, the furry gene or whatever since doing this Pandarna role roleplay, I was really into the Blood Elf roleplay and, you know, and that whole old scene in Silvermoon, And we enter like Part of the group circles that i was with interacted with quite a bit of forsaken um so and so this was a guild the Scythe Silvanus was a guild that i uh that i had uh my characters have at that time have role-playing dealings with and so i i uh I, i've seen how you know dedicated and involved and uh you know dynamic and enriching those characters the full well, the players can make those characters be so i kind of i'm just I'm concerned for them because that that must have hit you
0: know really yeah yeah no i mean a lot of those guilds have been around for such a long time mm-hmm. um haven't seen scythe and uh scythe, scythe of sylvanas for quite a while but yeah yeah royal apothecary society um Fuck! What's Shadows of Lordaeron? Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of those guilds over there. The straw men was a guild that I think kind of came out at the beginning of or near the end of Legion. Maybe you know those people in there have all have always kind of been against Sylvanas and more like free thought. But mm-hmm. you know the the community has always had such a very strong like niche, and yeah. you know they've they've had great community events. Um, I used to be a part of a guild called the Leviathan. Oh, yeah, I
1: remember them. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So we we did a lot of cool events like the raising and some other shit. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, there's always people doing shadow sermons. You know, those people are are really, really dedicated to the Forsaken, Mm -hmm. like the way that it was built up to in Vanilla and like up and through Cataclysm. Yeah. I know that a lot of people were really upset when they found out that kind of like the Church of the Forgotten Shadow. Cold of the
1: Forgotten kind of, was yeah yeah yeah
0: kind of had um, some void origins and they mm-hmm. were, you know, they were thinking like no, that's supposed to be like its own like separate kind of dark magic and then they just threw it in with the old gods. It was really upsetting to them.
1: Yeah yeah, and I, I, personally, I uh, I I played a uh, I still technically I still do. I played a uh, um, a Forsaken Light Slayer, which is a character archetype that was. Pulled from the RPGs, but uh, she was a uh, very devoted to the cult of Forgotten Shadow and thing and all that. Pr- primarily, the the idea was the priests would train her and teach her and things like that to hunt uh, one heretics within the the Forsaken community, but also heretic, particularly what they saw as heretics as you know Alliance paladins and all those people. And when I was I haven't played that rogue you know seriously in a long time. But when I saw that, I was just like, that just kind of cheapens the. It takes it, it. It makes it so shallow in comparison to what was was already fleshed out.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like when Blizzard doesn't touch something, it's better yeah. because they don't put definitions around what it can right. be. You know, yeah. and that's part of what is cool about you know Pandaren goblins. A lot of races that don't really get the huge focus by Blizzard, people are more free to do whatever they want with them
1: and well you know oh, it's God. so no sorry uh it was uh it kind of i think i've mentioned this a while back i don't whether it's on forums or discussions why there was this that up allure in what we see in like vanilla wow and some to a degree bc where you didn't know everything um there, there was blizzard was really into that show don't tell kind of mentality of storytelling um where you could you may find a a book, but it was cryptic, or some you know some riddles, or just you know things hinted in uh, either like in spell mechanics or the nature, and so it the world felt you know. Living and didn't have everything chronicalized, so it took it, it took away the mystery. We didn't know everything about the Cult of Forgotten Shadow beyond its tenets, um, and so uh, it players were allowed to internalize that more. Uh, you know, build their own you know depth and you know characters and things like that about it. Um, but that and that goes for a myriad of many other things that that happen in game. The more I feel like, the more we learn about the world in specific, uh, concrete, you know. Like terms and definition, the less exciting that world in turns ends up being.
0: Right, yeah, and I, I think that could be said for any story. You know, yeah. the, the mystery is always what pulls you in. It's almost exactly. like Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, like learning about all the different shit in that story is is kind of what draws people in, and all the ideas and stuff. But Team Slytherin uh,
1: by the way. <laughs> oh really? <Okay. laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I guess that that makes sense for you, I suppose.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, know, you, know. you know it, uh all of that kind of the the whole you know forsaken losing their leader and all that first of all we got to make a note like all that NPC dialogue now suddenly doesn't make any more sense like victory for Sylvanas that's gone Uh, or you know you know dark lady watch over you like all, all that's you know doesn't you know there's a continuity you know gap but it kind of reminds me of remember when uh, did you play BC? You Well, you, you played Since Vanilla, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so remember when uh, it was revealed that Kael'thas was, you know, bad and everything like that? And yeah. I, I think it's the same kind of culture shock. Because Kael'thas, you know, and the Blood Elves and everything, they were... uh they had a cult of personality that whole you know death to all who oppose us you know we'll have justice we're renaming ourselves you know we're blood else you know blood over the fallen you know et cetera, cetera, like you know edged to to the nth degree Mm. and um and then of course you know kaelthas was revealed to not be so stellar um and and i guess after the whole naru thing lore wise the blood elves kind of softened up a little bit you know softened their their intensity you know to a sense so i wonder if that's the same direction for the forsaken now they've uh they're going from the devils you know to maybe a little bit more uh, hate to use the word because i'm not sure if it's appropriate but human in a sense you know? yeah yeah
0: no, it's unfortunate. It's like any time that Blizzard decides to hit somebody with the villain bat, they do so in such an unsatisfying and graceless yeah. manner. Um, Kalthos, you know, Tempest Keep was just a setback. He's all of a sudden this like, uh, you know, the the common phrase I guess now is a mustache twirling mm-hmm. villain. He really he really becomes yeah, that yeah. though. You know, Temp- Tempest Keep was just a setback. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm still alive in the Magister yeah, service, yeah. like whatever. Um, you know, and. Yeah, any time that Blizzard has taken a good character because Chaothas was a good character, mm-hmm. you know, um, he's ki- he was kinda like Arthas up until the end where they actually like needed to write more stuff mm-hmm. for him. You know, charismatic leader of his people who's trying to just do the best thing and kinda gets consumed by uh you know what what happens, yeah, yeah. you know, joins forces with Ilden. You know, and that wasn't really necessarily him turning mm-hmm. evil joining forces with Illidan, but the chaos the that we see in Tempest Keep is definitely much different than where we leave off with in Warcraft 3. Yeah,
1: III. yeah. And plus, you know, Blood Mages were my favorite hero... Well, second favorite hero unit. I was uh, really... Uh, about the time when I was playing, the Taran Chieftain was my, my go-to. Oh, yeah. You know. But, uh, no, they... Uh, you know, Blood Mages were cool, you know, Spellbreakers and all that. And then they... Uh, they just... You know, twisted him around and, you know, they, they say his uh that his path to, quote, darkness, you know, was, you know, gradual and, you know, they have some story out there that, you know, that explains it all. um, But it still felt, you know, abrupt and shallow and just a waste of a, you know, good character potential. I think uh, the Horde and the Blood Elf lore and everything would have been a whole different turn. If Kael'thas was still the faction leader and um, Blood Else kept quite a bit of that, uh, that I guess, that polished darkness to them. You know, yeah, they're pretty and, you know, they're graceful and they have all the troops that you expect out of Elves, but then, you know, they want you, you know, turn, they'll, you know, stab you in the back of like a common thug or whatever, or they'll tap into, you know, dark magics, but just, just look good about it you know
0: kind of like uh roma yeah yeah you know.
1: yeah you know,
0: he's he's kind of like uh you know i i envision him to be kind of like a hunched over like arrogant uh you know dark type mm-hmm. person i think is how he's written to, right? to a
1: degree you know so yeah uh, a little bit he's uh, a little bit more pragmatic and and uh you know from what i have remembered, like in shadow of the sun and things like that uh uh you know abrasive sense you know. yeah
0: and yeah um you know what you're saying about kaelthas just that they kind of lost or that the transformation or the path to the dark side was shallow mm-hmm. and you know unsatisfying the same thing can be said for garrosh and also now for sylvanas yeah. um you know just you had a character that and maybe not so much with sylvanas she's always kind of been a bit on the darker mm-hmm. side, but with Garrosh especially, you know, someone who showed promise of change yeah. and to be on the right path. See, and
1: no, go ahead, go ahead. No, go, you ahead. go ahead. You're sure show.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> uh, no, but I was going to say like, you know, um, someone who starts out in when, when you meet him in Outland as a depressed person, you know, becomes prideful when they learn, when he learns from Thrall about what Grom mm-hmm. did. Uh, you know, kind of establish him, establishes himself as kind of an angry uh, an angry orc boy, I guess, in Wrath of the Lich King. But he learns from Sarfang and then in Cataclysm, he learns from other people too. Still, you know, ready to be the leader that the Horde needs to bring people together, right. but, you know, unequivocable in his ability to show that the Horde's going to be dominant. Mm-hmm. Not just the orcs, but that the Horde overall, um, you know, I think... I think that Cataclysm had a lot of excellent writing for yeah. the Horde. You know, I know a lot of people say that um, Cataclysm is not the best written expansion out there, but there's a lot of good things from Garrosh. Uh-huh. You know, the, St- the Stone Town Mountains questline, line that was good. Yeah. Uh, the, Twi- the Twilight Highlands invasion uh, dialogue yeah. text is some of the best that Blizzard has ever yeah, written, yeah. in my yeah.
1: opinion. And that, and just like, well. I I look. I played Alliance on in Cataclysm too, and you know there's a definite a discussion about you know how Cataclysm was the, either the Horde expansion and biased or or you know Alliance didn't have any wins and and all that kind of stuff. Um Sure. Sure. Uh but I liked as far as when I was primarily playing Horde that it had a you got to see like all the races have a spotlight, you know, Um mm. and there was. There was a like if it was a good I guess a uh a faction uh pep rally in 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 the sense you like the Forsaken had you know newer architecture and all these quests now in the old world to show like the territories and things that they they had claimed and and you know and and were taken over and then you had like you know the orcs. You know, getting the Twilight Highlands, and you saw you know the meeting of the clans, and you saw this new these the 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 upgraded Zeppelins, you know, flying in the the new Orcus uh, strongholds, and all that stuff. It kept, felt very Warcraft three ish, but on the ground level, it it was just a just good, uh, you know, almost inspirational. Like, and it was an it was an emotional kind of experience. You, you all this new stuff new uh, scenery everything immer- you know immersion, and just kind of reinforced why you were part you know being a part of that faction yeah you can be there's times to be critical and things like that in, in hindsight but as far as in that experience then especially with you know you had a general the war chief because back in the twilight highlands you know Garash was like yo get off my ship yo like just exactly. get off and it, that that was it was cool to, you know to see you know it was just one of those the things that Warcraft is built on just singular emotionally driven epic moments and uh and i remember all the the memes about that even even had like f- hilarious ones with nazgrim Thrall's balls traveled right, right. You know, it was you know consistent all the way through and uh so i i really I, I i liked that i wish uh blizzard didn't uh don't Go away from that, you know, to to the to empower, you know, f- faction spirit to give give the orcs their heyday and the give the the gnomes or and the worgen and goblins and all that stuff. You know, just m- make their cultures and their themes and all that stuff really, really come out uh, in in content, so people can have things to relate to.
0: Everybody should be able to have some story moment in you know the story of warcraft where they watch a cinematic or they watch a scene play out and they feel like that rising pride in their chest like yeah. yes you know yeah. fist pump yeah. you know like that's what we, that's what we fucking yeah, want to see like, you know for real you know and it just seems like you know th- this entire expansion there really hasn't been any of that all of it has just been disappointment yeah. and despair and really dark you know, yeah and not in the good sense like i'm all for i'm all for a dark storyline don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong but just you know it's and it's not um you know like we were saying it's not the the path to darkness that we are okay with it's not the one that questions your morality Mm -hmm. you know and your outlook on the world it's just uh logic was a something that was discarded along the way and um almost kind of like what happened with game game yeah. of thrones did you watch the the past couple I, seasons i
1: didn't man i haven't uh seen an episode of game of thrones since um i mean my well the show's over so i can do all the spoilers i want i haven't seen an episode of game of thrones since uh, joffrey died yeah oh, okay. so i'm way way yeah. back
0: <laughs> yeah so you know i won't spoil anything for you in case you ever pick mm-hmm. it up again but just it, it was like everything was on fast forward and the nuance and the cool stuff and the world building was just absent from everything. And that's that's what this feels yeah. like, um, you know, especially with the most recent like the patch that just came out on Tuesday. It's like, what's, wasn't there supposed to be a battle at Thunder Bluff yeah. like how can you say that there is a war between the Alliance and the Horde, and it's supposed to culminate into this epic battle here, and then all we get from it is four or five quests, and that's just how yeah. it ends? Like, Blizzard has been building up to this point with the 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 rebellion stuff with Sarfang and the loyalists with Sylvanas and whatever the hell the Alliance is doing. And by the way, they, they like, deserve their own cool storyline. Yeah, yeah. Like, why, why are they piggybacking on uh-huh, ours, uh-huh. you know? As, as a Horde player, that's why I say ours, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, why, why don't they have their own cool shit to be like, yeah, this is what the Alliance is about. Um, and it, it's just so strange coming off of a expansion, which was actually really good, yeah. you know, for the mm-hmm. most part. Uh, Legion was so good at giving classes identity. Why are they struggling now to do the same thing with
1: the faction? Yeah, factions? and this is what I was, was maybe so disappointed about BFA. Uh, I thought Legion as a storyline expansion was boring. Big demons, legions. Okay, oh, we got my oh god, another global, universal, destroying entity. Like once I heard we were trying, the once I saw the expansion was called Legion, and I knew we were gonna fight the Legion. I was like, oh no, you th- that stakes have been that high. I, I can't. I didn't. I didn't feel, you know, charged up about it. And so I thought uh, I was ca- catching on to the theme of Battle for Azeroth, where the greatest enemy to everybody in a horde and alliances. You know, the other side, each other, all that kind of stuff that I was like, OK, cool. And then they said it was going to be a faction thing. And I was like, bet, you know, I'm all about my PVP. I'm all about the, you know, red team versus blue team. And for uh, a game for expansion, now was all about faction pride. There wasn't a lot of stuff that to, to, to be, you know, to be prideful and empowering and, you know, the, the feel good about. Um, I was expecting like you know, better things, thematic things like maybe gear customization or, you know, uh, spotlights for, you know, some of the other races. And just each little bit didn't feel, uh, again, exciting. Um, We'll go into the systems about, you know, BFA that were uh, in a whole, I guess that's a whole different podcast on its own, but it just felt, uh, it felt dry, um and then that's 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 really the 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 gist of it that i gotta gotta say on that and i i think it was going on though it's it was a it's extreme i'm still holding out to a degree because the as they say the story isn't over and we'll have the full review i guess once we you know see what happens in the eight three or whatever um But I think it was a massive waste of Sylvanas' character. She has... She and the Forsaken have always been... They've been the bad guys, but they were the horde's bad guys. Like, they were your bad guys. Like, you knew this person was an asshole, but she was your asshole. You know? uh, The devil you know and everything like that. And I, I like that, you know, that dynamic. You got the noble people, but you know, if things really need to get savage, if things really need to get you know, underhanded, you, you, you knew that person, as much as you smacked, it, smacked their hand, they were going to get the job done. And I think right. Sylvanas should have stayed, uh, the Forsaken should have stayed in that role, making them, again, the uh, the dominant race when she was in charge, kind of like how Orcs became researched as the dominant race when, you know, Garrosh was in. Uh, you know, strip that, strip that away. So...
0: It's kind of like the um, the Death Knight quest mm. line in Legion. Did you ever do that? Class I didn't
1: off? finish it. Uh, I, the Death Knight, Paladin, and Mage are the quest lines that I did not finish.
0: All right, that's okay. I mean, you know, just kind of going off what you're saying, like you know, it, it's good to have that person in your corner who you know can compromise their morals. The Death Knights are exactly mm. that. I mean, they you know, spoilers, sorry, but they fucking invade the Paladin class hall to try to raise Tyrion for from no, the okay, dead. Okay. Um, and then, I think I mentioned this on a couple episodes ago, but, um, you know, Liadrin says to Darian Mograine, just, you're a monster, Darien And Darien goes, you know, um, yeah, but without monsters, there can't be heroes. So it's like, you know, kind of a cheesy line, but it's like, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes for... People to be good, you kind of need to turn a blind eye to you know uh, a certain amount of pragmatism. Yeah, I yeah.
1: guess. and and so that's that's and that's my concern with now removing Sylvanas as that kind of leader because uh, the Forsaken, kind of like the Blood Elves, or whatever, were, and we're very strong again, cult of personality. They their culture, their their themes were all like has revolved around kind of of a reflection of her own darkness or her own, you know, pursuit of vengeance. And with that centerpiece gone, and I hear these rumors about Kalia, Kalia, how you ever say her name, the Arthas' sister being the next uh, Mm. uh, forsaken leader. I just think that that sterilizes that entire, you know, faction, that race. And I, I feel like there's been a big homogenization of a lot of, you know, conflict or you know just uh, uh i'm trying to forget the right vocabulary words but just just dynamic things that can happen in the in the game as they they keep resolving everything
0: yeah. right the more that they you know they close conflicts the less that we have to work with mm-hmm. really and then and then they're stuck with. Um, you know, in the next expansion, they're stuck with how do we start up the faction war again? Well, you know, if we haven't solved if we hadn't solved all these problems, we might have had an easy yeah. out. But now we need to we need to make Sylvanas evil. We need to make Garrosh yeah. evil. We need to make everybody fucking mm-hmm. evil so that we can right, fight again. Right. And it's just so unsatisfying. And, and,
1: and, and this expansion, the the faction war, I I think would have been better to get if they stepped away from these faction leaders. Less Sarifang, less Sylvanas, less, you know, Greymane and all those people. Get no, nameless, you know, General, you know, uh, Bradley. General Bradley lost his kids to in the, you know, in the, in a battle of Varathi or something like that. They were working on the farm orcs came and you know slaughtered everybody now he he's bitter yeah he hears everything, we got to work together greater threats and stuff like that but that's not getting his kids back and he's just i i i gotta do it yeah it, it does it won't make them come back it won't make things right but i i will i i don't even care about having internal peace it i need to do this and bring that human element get i don't know uh some you know, Blood off or Forsaken or just, you know, bring those pers- small personal conflicts and just tell stories in small, you know, small places of those individual characters. I I, I didn't need Sylvanas to drive the expansion. I want to see why uh, does, you know, after the burning of Teldishril, uh why does, you know, this Torrin still believe? You know, whether he believes that's the right thing or not, why are they still fighting? Are they fighting just to not get on the bad side of, you know, Sylvanas or they're forsaken or just, you know, that kind of stuff? And we didn't get any of that. Everybody, it, it, people just assume, well, if the whore's not complaining, so they're all complacent or they all must be complacent with genocide. And, you uh, know, I think it would have been a, just a better told story, not through the eyes of these big, you know, A listers. And just more on the the people with their boots in the ground.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. Now, I mean, we could sit here, and we could bash the story yeah, for yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I, that, um, don't, that being said, that be, I, I know it's going to come off as a terrible segue turn around. I have ultimately still enjoy uh, satisfied. Not going to say enjoy. I've been satisfied lukewarmish with bfa story up until that last pat that last cinematic that kind of was a low point for me so i'm kind of like all right you guys were okay here but i now i need to see where you guys go from here to before i can say whether it's a, a, de- a like a decent or a bad expand a bad story now
0: i think a lot of people are already to the point where they're just like End this story, please, and move on to whatever the fuck is. Yeah, next.
1: but you know, I, I, I personally think it's just it's more out of just anti-faction war. Least This is me, me, sparkling than than anything else. Mm. Um, the uh, I, I just don't think people, you know, like the uh, the faction conflict as much as I do. But hey, that's that's their flavor,
0: right? So. so- yeah, no, and I, I agree with you. Like not the worst expansion in the world, but not the best either. And you you would expect, I guess, just a little bit more I mean, from at least, them. No knowing where they knowing where they can go.
1: I mean at least we're talking about it. Can you really can you remember talking about Wad at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like you know, you're just It happened. Yeah. You know, so there was no lore discussion. It was oh yeah. You do anything your garrison today? Yeah, I got. These... <laughs> yeah, I I think uh, role play for
0: me was at an all time low in WoW. Yeah. so yeah, good yeah, yeah. point. So, at, at least so. this has.
1: I, mean... I, I, I was running a Pandaren guild like right after MOP. We went to watch like I, getting role playing together. Whew, this sucks. That yeah. was oh, I had a better time plucking my my nails off my hand than that. It was dude, that was rough, man. Alright, so then tell us,
0: you know, how is Lianchi, tell us about Lianchi and then how they fit into this current narrative then.
1: Gotcha. Uh, Lianchi Steelpaw is a Pandaren scout assassination, shady, sneaky character. Um, She goes in the quick thing, you know, born on the Isle, part of the, the Steelpaw clan family line that has a more larger branch on the isle, but they have some extended family in the, in the mainland. Um, in the, she has throughout her time, she has been, uh, very subservient of, you know, just higher, the, the higher ups that she's been, you know, directed to, uh, to, to serve, whether it's members from the clan, whether it's with back in the horde during Garrosh's reign, uh, being a, uh, a, a, uh, scout during, you know, Voljin and then of course with uh Windrunner just you know of course she's internalized some doubts and everything like that but her her sense of honor is also by you know her word and her sense of duty, you know, do what is necessary, do the things that other people don't because that is how you ensure peace, you know, for your you know your family, your friends, Pandaren, etc. Uh this is the first time and I, for my character, I actually went through the Sylvanas loyalist uh, option. I did too. I wanted, yeah, so I, I wanted to see how that went, and you know, I was excited to see what Blizzard went. And um, so, as far as I've been, in my head, I've been writing the character that she was on the other side of the uh, walls in Orgrimmar, um when the the uh, the people came up to the gates and everything like that. But this is the first time where I've considered up uh, after reevaluating all the times where she has you know just kept her head down done you know done the necessities of her leaders where she has like I, I i you know try to to have some will and almost rebellious rebelliousness of her own uh retreating to pandaria putting her her uh you know the swords and daggers and you know the wet work and all that stuff down and just finding some, you know, some peace with herself. Uh, her role, you know, as I've mentioned, the character, like even if the, even during the Cold War, the you know, or even though this armistice, the war isn't over. There's still, you know, whether it's uh, internal threats, you know, uh, from uprisings and things like that, or just maybe the people in the blue just, you know, aren't happy with, uh, you know, putting down swords for a minute. Uh, but for a time period, I think, the, you know, she she should just, you know, walk away into the sunset and grow some watermelons until, you know, the cliched, uh, you know, part where, you know, somebody comes up on the uh, pulls up on the grass and everything like that. And they say, uh, listen, here, uh, we need we, you again.
0: <laughs> we don't get to hide.
1: Yeah, we don't get to hide. <laughs> yeah. That uh, was that that old soldier meme. Uh, yeah. Where uh, you know they're out there on the farm, and then a, a general in a in a, their military uniform pulls up, and it says, "Look, we have nobody else. We have nowhere else to go. We have nobody else to re- to, to rely on."
0: There are definitely no young people <laughs> who can do your job, and you have to come back to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're gonna so,
0: tragically die,
1: or, or something, right? Yeah, you know. So that's that's the. I know it's cliched. It's it's is tropish, but that that's that's where i'm satisfied with as far as the character you know
0: okay so i mean are you going to be moving on from leon as a character or
1: no no one i like playing rogue too much i i you know so i feel like every once in a while I, I, the a role play bug is gonna kick into me and i'm gonna you know you know do something you know play a little bit but uh i uh i I just want to do some uh, some things aside from, and I, I usually am not the person who enjoys slice of life roleplay. but maybe I want to try it a little, try it a little bit more this time, you know. Let her, you know, learn how to grow some watermelons, you know, uh, t- you know, teach an orphan how to defend themselves, uh, you know, the things th- things that don't necessarily have, you know, uh, a mass amount of stakes involved, mm. uh, but are still development in, in 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 its own right you know all anytime i've role played i've always had my characters always had an objective right Ex, you know explain this to this general go get get this person go chase this thing down teach these people how to you know the fight and everything like that um and and, and it's fine but you know i've I, I think this is time for the character to be a little bit more independent
0: yeah, no, I think that you and I have always kind of been on the same page there. We've always been very uh, objective driven with our role play. Not really mm-hmm. the kind of people to hang out in taverns and chill out yeah. and talk about whatever. You know, it's yeah, always yeah. kind of been like, what's going on? What do we need to do? What's the next step for whatever yeah, yeah. that we're doing? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say that's definitely going to be an interesting change for you. Like I've I've definitely been uh, I've definitely role played in taverns before. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's fun sometimes it's not so yeah i wish, yeah. I wish you the best of luck <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: no, i never uh, i remember my, my, my guild started off you know mostly through grassroots tavern role play recruiting and, and things like that so uh it's not that um not against I and mean, it's not that i'm against it or anything like that i've i've i have since back in those days the kind of player i've became now is i uh i log in i hit the uh, battleground button, and then I wait. And so, getting into role play has, um, while I'm in queues, is always just like, I right, bro, I I I can role play, but like, I'm um, let me go get these HKs real fast. All right, right. Um, but now you know, now I just I'll, I'll, I'll just take a break. I'll just chill out for a little bit. You know, hang out, meet some people. You know, talk, and uh, you know, if an RP fight happens, you know, here here's that dual flag, bro. Let's go. Right. <laughs>
0: Now, I know Leon Chi, and is that how you pronounce Leon
1: Chi? I am not going to embarrass myself with the uh, pronunciation. of It's the, like I'm Ren China- Shish or something, right? Something, something, because, only because my, uh, my friend, uh, his character plays as Heika. Um, we're Facebook friends, so I won't blast his real name out here. He he actually lives in Hong Kong or goes between Hong Kong and New York. And he was the one who's given – he's been our Chinese-Asian mythos guide and everything. And he's, like, really into death and something like that. So he gave us all the right pronunciations. Um, but I, I told him about this podcast. Uh, he was going to listen to it, and I'm not going to you know <laughs> embarrass him or myself.
0: We'll have to get each, him on here.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. Tell us how to pronounce all the, the Laura Pandaren characters' names so that way we, exactly. we get it right. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I've always referred to you as Lianchi, but yeah, I yeah. I know that they they are not your only character. I mean the guild master of the Steelpaw is Emerald Storm.
1: Yeah, Sh- J Steel Steelpaw.
0: Yeah, Jali. So how has the guild been coping with everything going on with the storyline and you know, what's the direction going forward?
1: So uh, the Steelpaw has always had a history, a contentious history with the Horde in the sense that they, um, they came from the Isle, you know, and, uh, some characters within the, the Horde army noticed them, noticed their battle prowess. And then um, people remember how they were kind of like pandoran that were, you know, working to and fro with the, the, the court Kron. uh, and people was like, "Wait, where does wait? Pandaren working with the Core Kron and stuff like that? What kind of the the mentality was before the Core just turned into this big, you know, uh, you know, military police, you know, kicking out doors and everything? Uh, it was to get Pandaren on the mainland uh, to you know side with the Horde, kind of like being liaisons, you know, uh, infiltrating you know communities, all that, and with the promise." that when the horde win the war they would you know make sure that the pandaran people are prosperous you know and they would uh elevate the uh the Jali, the head of steel paul perhaps as a governess or a leader you know in some capacity for uh, the in and for the pandaran which in her mind two things one is to say her ego because she wants you know more you know thanks for herself power for herself but you know influence um but also because she felt like the, her leading the pandaren is the best way to protect them you know if you side with the the, the strongest you know fighting force you have and you you know get the, get on their good side you have a m- much better chance of uh you know negotiating you know favors and support and all that uh and then you know, obviously, we we see how that ended up turning out. Uh, they were uh, not so uh, stellar about that, but they still maintained uh, looser ties, but some ties with the Horde. When the we had a big summit, massive Pandaren summit before Mo, I mean MOP before, pardon me, before a uh, battle for Azeroth launched, and the Steel Paul declared that they were going to once again side with the Horde. Uh, Surprise. Yeah, surprise. Well, but they uh, their mentality was that, um, you know, like to to be neutral, being neutral as as right was going to be sprouting across all over all over the you know the world and lands and things like that wasn't a uh, one wasn't a viable option. It would uh it's uh and Sylvanas wasn't the type of character to uh, entertain a massive you know. uh, like I said, fighting force, a group of, uh, you know, potential recruits or fighters just sa- staying out of the fight. And either she would, the way I think the words I use, she either, either she would uh, simplify the equation. You know, the, her, one of her words in the shadow of the sun, those who stand against, uh, either stand with me or you stand against me. And those who stand against me don't stand long. Damn. Um Yeah. So with the, that kind of mentality resonating, she, you know, sided with them the horde. Then the burning of Teldrassil happened. Even Jali was startled, <laughs> you know, to put it lightly, about that. And uh she her so her uh, mindset is just telling like, look, we need to end this war as decisively as possible. Um as long as this war drags out, as long as the alliance or the or even the horde have the means to fight, they will. And so the way we bring peace, the way we order, bring, you know, harmony or whatever is to, we have to, we have to bite, grit, you know, grit our teeth, internalize it and be the almost the, the heroes, senseless the villains. We need to do everything we can to stop the fighting as clear and, you know, decisively as possible. And so, yeah, that involved, you know, hitting the the Alliance and, you know, other groups as, you know, ruthless or as hard as possible. Uh, that, and, you know, there were some defections and, you know, it alienated her with uh, some of the other Pandaren groups. And uh, that's kind of been what we are as far as Pandaren storylines now. Uh, we have another summit coming up uh, brief, uh, uh, that comes up after the tournament. Um, the Imperial Tournament, and uh, we'll see what happens from then on, there on out.
0: Yeah, I want to ask you a second about the you know the, the tournament. Um, mm-hmm. Gonna let you plug that, but uh, you know, is the Pandaren community still very active?
1: Yes, um, but the Pandaren community have a unique issue that doesn't happen, that doesn't apply to other racial communities. We're the only group that's split between two separate factions and yes we can cross communicate but it does make things a little harder for like say forming you know either racial thematic guilds or you know say getting events together uh, uh those limitations have loosened and you know we've gotten more creative and uh getting past them you know over time but uh it's a. Uh, it, it, it's it, once those challenges have kind of you know, people you know realize those obst- obst- obstacles and, and the get go, it's, it's killed some enthusiasm. And uh, but no, we're a lot of us are still around. Um, there's not as many guilds, obviously, as we were back in you know, Mist or even Warlords, but uh, there's still events. We still have uh, several discords dedicated to Pandora and roleplay, and uh, they are still uh. You know, guilds, you know, new guilds. Uh shout out to Kaizang Society. I think I said their name right. J paul Dynasty is still, you know, still around. Um, Topaz Tigers on Alliance. And now this is the newer guild, uh the Pandaran Empire. They've uh I actually tried to I was doing some uh city PvP in Stormwind and I uh ran into a few of them in real time. With Brewmaster monks are hard to kill while you're fighting city guards, I'll tell you that.
0: Well, they're tanks, yeah. yeah I, I would yeah. hope so. Oh,
1: man, man. <laughs> that's that was a fight.
0: Yeah. No, I mean that's good to know that. I mean, the Pandaren community is still active, and I it's good because I think that when these races or these classes they're introduced, you know, Death Knight, Demon Hunters too, probably mm-hmm. suffers from the same problem. Uh, when they're introduced, they're fun and exciting. Everybody's making one. Everybody's. You know, trying to get involved, but then it kind of fizzles out once they're not in the spotlight anymore.
1: Yeah. So
0: you know, it's it's great that there's still a, an active community and still new guilds forming. I mean, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you guys discuss at these summits, though?
1: Uh, the largely like again faction divide. Uh, whose side this? Pe- people get in a circle and you have a, a speaker, and they'll tell. They'll just make a. a uh, a stake or a claim or a speech of what they feel uh, is upsetting or bothering the pandaren people last summit was sylvanas was uh that talked about a lot given you know recent themes and you know events and all that and uh you know but you they'll have things like you know people you know it's more you know less uh high stakes uh you know conversations like you know hey i'm, I'm open i'm doing a uh uh, opening up a trade hall, whatever. If anybody has materials they want to donate to me, boom, you can you know, pop those in there. Uh, um, you know, hey, let, you know, yeah, we're, everybody's worried about the Horde and the Alliance and all that. But hey, the Mogu, yeah, I saw the Moku invasions are starting back up on, uh, you know, you saw the, the Moku invasion on Zoldazar. Zul yeah. Um, which props to Blizzard because they used um, a Warlord cow. Uh, from the shadow not uh, shadows of the horde book people uh, I, I I like little little nerdy little geeky things like that mm-hmm. you know when I see book characters from the book slightly appear things yeah he was killed pretty easily but hey boom shout out to them for that uh you know but hey mogu mogu and, and uh raids are happening again are they trying to uh, their power what's happening Mantid, they're they're there's you know they're most like they have a new queen what's happening with them so there's you know, discussions that uh that are all about all you know the interests and in all you know security of uh pandara gotcha
0: okay i mean that sounds that sounds interesting and yeah you know the mogu and the mantid are great enemies to to have so i'm sure yeah, that yeah. hopefully they will continue or blizzard will continue to uh mention them going forward
1: mm-hmm. we also i think we had a uh brief thing cuz now it was the Zandalari were you know obviously being reintroduced to the horde and of course people called out the Steel Paul for being part of the horde and we had a Zandalari character standing in the background just to it was kind of like a uh, like a show of force like yeah you guys can call us out you know Mr. Pandaren group but you know we'll bring you know yeah, as a front to some you know other pandaren but like the reason why we side the horde to have this extra muscle behind us when you know things happen so yeah you know what's up bitch yeah what's happening
0: yeah we made uh we made friends with our longtime enemies what's what's the big deal
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know (laughs) okay so all
0: right so tell us about this imperial tournament i mean i know that steel paw's been around for a long time six years yeah six years
1: so technically longer than that but we weren't a guild then
0: So you were an idea beforehand.
1: Yeah, we were, like, you know, those cross, you know, guild groups, you know, everybody, hey, let's let's just create a channel. We created a channel called Steel Paul Clan, and it was just a bunch of us in there. We were all calling ourselves family members. And then we just, you know, after we left a previous guild, we just made a guild after that.
0: Okay, so tell me why this event is happening and why it's significant, everything about it.
1: So the lore for the event is that... uh. At the at, at times, you know, ancient past, the emperor would invite, you know, heroes and warriors and all throughout the land to showcase their martial skills, you know, to fight two for two things. One to, you know, for entertainment, but also to remind the populace like, hey, our nation is strong. We have some of the greatest defenders and protectors and the hero, the leader of the tournament, but we would be dubbed the champion of the land and they would get uh, the, you know, and be entitled to the riches of Pandaria and all the rewards that that title would offer. And the Steel Paul are um, in lieu of, you know, the, the climate across, you know, all of Azeroth. They are, the they're bringing all heroes from all across the world. Into, it was initially mainly Pandaria, but anybody can come in there. And just, to, you know, the scrap, also to be dubbed the champion of the land, also to get riches of you know Pandaren, and they invited emissaries from both the Horde and the Alliance to watch, kind of so that you know, uh, kind of like a showcase of one of the nation's talent, and you know so both the Horde and the Alliance can be in an area where they can you know uh, state their case why more of you guys should join us why more of you guys should join us et cetera et cetera. Um,
0: so it's a it's a show of force. It's a mm-hmm. it's an opportunity for uh, both sides and even just the neutral Pandaren to come out to show their strength, and then also yeah. for political reasons to allow people to maybe reach across the aisles or for mm-hmm. Pandaren who are maybe on the neutral side to right. uh, make friends.
1: Of course, of course. Yep, yep. And then the when I when I the richest of Pandaria, that's why I've decided to offer four hundred and fifty thousand, you know, worth gold prices 300,000 to to the uh, yeah three hundred thousand to the victor, and then we got you know tiering prices you know tiering uh rewards from as we go down.
0: Now it is a it's a PvP event, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now why have you chosen PvP as the medium?
1: So the steel paul. Sheldon, when we formed, we had a lot of PvPers in our group, and we, we, our theme has always been, you know, uh, mixing RP and PvP. You know, because we, we, we just this is is a game type we like. We like getting the battlegrounds, you know, making those health bars go zero, and uh, having a good time about it. And for a six year anniversary event, even though we don't uh, PvP. As much or as, as enthusiastically as you know we've done in the past. You know, I'm. I'm, I'm were you there back in the day during the uh, uh, the attack on Bloodhoof Village?
0: Yeah, of course. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. So you remember when we was like 32 uh, flagged Pandoran, just like all right, like we're ready. Let's let's do this. Let's rate a scrap. And we had a uh, Naku and all those guys out there. Um, so we just like let's we want to have an, an homage to that kind of thing. So yeah, I want to do a PvP you know, dueling tournament, like forget about, yeah, there's, I've thrown out grand prizes if you're winning, but I just, just come, just come in here hit the slash duel and have fun. You know, if you win, you win, if you lose, you you know, great, you know, whatever. And, uh, it's just, it's just to want introduce people to yes, dueling can be fun, especially with an RP premise. PVP can be fun with an RP premise, but also just to bring folks together and Hey, we've been around for six years, hopefully maybe seven. And, uh, it's just what we like to do okay um
0: there are uh you're looking at your thread anybody can tell there are naturally some concerns about the event i mean some people some feel that pvp and rp uh don't go well together you know there's some pandaren people zen rao and some others and in there saying um you know rp level rp power levels don't translate well to pvp um, you know, someone RP, someone role playing a shadow pan master or whatever, getting defeated by a farmer might feel conflicted. Um, you know, PvP. Another claim mm-hmm. is that it limits creativity. You know, how do you, how are you going? Do you, how do you address these concerns? Like, why are they are they a big deal, or are they maybe not as big as a deal as people might think?
1: I recognize those concerns, um, and is why I also offered. Uh, a, a, know, a shadow or a prize kind of thing where even if you lose, but if you were, you know, just entertaining to watch or um, just had just a good RP theme or presence, just, you know, just, you just had a a, a good engaging character just at the thing. I was going to drop some, you know, uh, you know, ha- have you a little stipend of gold, you know, some battle pets and things like that. Just, hey, we appreciate you for enhancing the event. So I, I kind of threw that in there to, uh, to alleviate some concerns, but I I don't buy into the mentality that uh, PvP it limits creativity or is non role play and things like that. I think what happens is that people uh, don't like the image of their character uh, that they the power that they envision for them not entirely represented in you know in game or in competitions with other players, and I get that. I But I think it's it's for there's a disconnect again for me if you say you're a master duelist swordsman all that kind of stuff but then not be able to you know to showcase that or perform that you know unarbitrarily you know pretty uniform out then outside of the game and uh, yeah there's going to be class mechanic balances or you know gear differences and, and 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 all that but. Um, for me, part of the role playing and character building experience is just making sure my character is able to perform at the level that I, you know, at least say they can uh, in their uh, in their narrative. And if I lose, losing doesn't always have to be that you just got outright owned. Um, I uh, I was having a duel with uh, one of my guild members and things like that that I, I lost, mainly because I I hit a misclick. You know, wasn't at it. I just I tapped on my macros um, that I blinded somebody in the middle of the thing that I didn't want to and i didn't have it up when i needed it and i i got stomped I, then we duelled again and i got beat again because i forgot that my vanish wasn't on cooldown you know <laughs> so and but the thing is i just wrote it up that you know she, uh, she, you know she tried to use a smoke bomb and she dug in her pouch and she forgot it you know she forgot the, the things at home she, she's allowed to make mistakes it yeah. it doesn't entirely cheapen all the prowess and history and experience that your character has but you know, and you can still write it out as a matter of fact, here's a, there was a tournament, a, a role, a duel, a role tournament. I hate role, role duels, I don't think they're cool, exciting, boring, whatever. I, and hates a strong word, I just don't like them, not my flavor. But we were doing the in Stranglethorn, and my character lost. I, um, you know, because they were, you know, take you know, losing the, the roles and things like that. People say, as you may say, as little godmati, anytime I lost a role. I would just say that the, you know, that Leanne, she was losing interest in the fight. So rather than their health, you know, people people's you know, getting hit or whatever, that was just as soon as my character's health hit zero, she just said, I, I'm done. I don't want to show off any more, you know, any skills or anything like that. You you, you have a lot of talent and I would you have a lot of progress going, you know, going forward with you. And this is a great fight. And then win her separate ways. Yeah, I think that people it's
0: too easy for people to um, kind of take losses too personally where there's a lot of ways that you can save face with PVP paddles. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not like even though game mechanically it will tell you that you're close to death, that yeah. like you you don't have to play it that way. Yeah, and, yeah.
1: Yeah, that, that's a that's a good point. Um and, and so um, like and, and 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 that's the thing. So role playing exists only in our heads. There's like the soon as I, you know, turn off the computer screening or screen or stop writing role playing is done. So for people to say it limits creativity, I have this massive space within my head, my ability to write and everything like that. And you're telling me that just because I use like, you know, a game a game option, my creativity is limited. I, 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 I can write and I can, you know, see how this marries with these mechanics or these this systems and all that stuff. Uh Far more, you know, I'm not limited to just because, you know, that you can only, you, your, your your ability to, you know, quote, role play is just done strictly, you know, through typing or your quote to narrative and things like that, you know? Yeah. Um, I remember the, uh, I quote, I think I mentioned this in one of my posts, the Legend of the Five Rings franchise had a, what they call storyline tournaments where the storylines were decided by the results of, well, how people were playing their cards. And so if you played one samurai uh, and he showed, you know, you're dueling and you, you know, you played a samurai card and somebody else played a ninja card, well, t- like the franchise would write those two characters having met in battle. Um, and if somebody won, then you, you 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 know, talk to the developer or whatever. And then that uh, characters or whatever would meet. And then the, the games, the entire franchise, storyline would change from that. These guys are just playing a card game, and but they're changing the face of the you know the narrative of their you know their setting and things like that, and you know, uh, role playing via PvP or doing, uh, or you know, I don't care, I don't even care, Hearthstone <laughs> can all be you know, is is not limited to just you know, uh, just me typing in slash s you know. Sure,
0: yeah, and you know what I mean. As someone, you know, you and I have PvP'd quite a bit over the years. Oh, absolutely. You know, both of us have died hundreds of times. We've mm-hmm. lost, but we've also won. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We've, we've got screenshots to prove it. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But, you know, like, I agree with you. Like, I, I have an idea of Lance I'm mad and... you
1: can't use the... Sorry, I'm mad you can't use selfie camera in arenas anymore.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> got but go We've got the best screenshots for that. Um, we do, we do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just um, you know, we we have just the idea of our car of our characters in our mind, and it's not like you know we've we've changed our opinions on that just because we lost in an RP battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I think that role players just need to, and you know, not all role players. I mean, but people should be willing to come with uh, come to the terms that. They can they can lose, uh they can they can win, and it's not going to drastically alter their character. Right. Um now of course at the beginning of this podcast I'm calling for a moment of silence because my character's face got changed <laughs> oh, with the man, updates.
1: Man. Yeah, yeah. Mine too, both of mine. Uh re- remix is alright. My my Reezy, my goblin. Ooh. Yeah. He looks younger. Like in the wrong way, exactly. You know? it,
0: it, it looks bad. Yeah, um,
1: Where's the stubble? <laughs> it's gone. Exactly. Yeah, you know? uh,
0: Yeah, I am not happy with that. But you know, back on topic. I mean, you know, people should. I and another thing too is I know we were talking about this like earlier a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. The item level of the people probably getting involved probably isn't a huge concern. A oh
1: no no yeah
0: and b if you've done raid finder like the past couple weeks even if you haven't you you still have plenty of time to do it but so long as your item level is like over 400 which it probably is you can probably compete in this
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah definitely look uh uh pvp damage is not the same as pve Uh, uh abilities are nerfed quite a bit um you're uh the item level, the average item level of the most participants, you're not going to expect high-end, mythic geared, you know, eye level 50, 450s coming in here. So, I, I encourage everybody just participate, have fun, you know. It and and, and again, it's also like um, we're, we'll be rotating, you know, battles. It's double elimination. You got to lose twice. So uh, you, you'll you'll be uh, you'll be okay. Yeah. And, and and if and and here's the thing, even if you lose but you had a great time and you know, people notice it and you know, I recommend you still you could know, still walk off with a uh, pretty hefty gold prize. So, as you know, I'm not going to tell you how much it is, but it it's significant. I'm putting 450 I put 450,000 up front. You know, I still got some uh, some change to spare.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean I signed up on Lance and so I'm looking forward to it. I've gotta yeah, yeah. get my ass into gear though so that I can get some get some gear yeah, on him.
1: We we got our mage in there. He's gonna give you some trouble.
0: Oh yeah, Saichi's gonna whoop my ass, but <laughs> so... all right, Lianchi. Well we need to uh we move we need to move on to our our final segment here. Our oh, our Yeah, our own test.
1: Okay.
0: Um you know, harder. Some may say than the uh, the trials to become Shadow Pawn.
1: Okay, okay.
0: The <laughs> the Loremaster feat of strength is not as deadly, perhaps, but uh, harder to attain. Are you prepared to be tested as you have never been tested before?
1: Watch me, as these people are going to listen to Wormrest. It's like this guy is all about roleplay, and role play. He's going to, you know, or any kind of question, more questions. He's going to get straight wrecked <laughs> with this. All right, go ahead. Let's uh, let's uh, showcase my ignorance more than I already do on the forums.
0: All right, Loremaster, master, feed the strength. Uh, <laughs> you you probably know the rules. Five questions. Um, if you get all five of them right, we move on to the the Mythic Plus round, where you can answer questions to earn prizes. Um, so, but you have to make it through these first five Pandaren themed questions first. All right. And so, in reference to the Shadow Pan this first question is shadow pan themed question one the trial of the red blossoms are the deadly set of tests Pandera must pass in order to be initiated into the shadow pan okay the first test the test of resolve has participants make their way across a pond to a shelf where they must retrieve an item under hot coals what is the item that they need to grab and this is multiple choice okay so is it A a ring B a coin C a weapon or D a bell
1: item under hot coals oh yeah and that's the first trial i'm going to say test of resolve i'm going to say it's a coin
0: it is b a coin it's a <laughs> yep it, it's a coin that has um like a tiger uh on it so that yeah. when your when your burn heals you have like yeah. a tiger tattoo tiger. or something.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Man, I haven't read that story in a while. Yeah, all right. Alright. All right. Well, I'm surviving now. Here we go. Oh shit. That
0: that one's brutal too, because it's yeah. like, you know, if people wore armor, they're gonna drown in the pond or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Alright. So this question, the second one, is not multiple choice. Ooh. So this one we'll see. Question two. Uh, leveling up as a Pandaren for the first time, or the second time, or the third time, however many Pandaren you have, you still do this quest. Uh, it isn't long before the player is tasked with running around the island and gathering the four spirits. The four elemental spirits who protect the turtle, Shenzhen Zhu, and the people who reside there. Can you name the actual names of the four elemental spirits? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh oh man you got me on that one there was i know that fu was and part of one i i was so sincere with that for the four elemental spirits uh Huo. no yep. no no huo was one yep Huo was one okay uh they're named after the Chinese elements. That's the I like, guess I gotta try and remember it. Um She That has to be No, no, she's not water. No, yes. Dude, I'm sorry, you got me. <laughs> Bro, that, that's... Okay, yeah. Uh she's close, it's Shu. Shoo, shoo, okay. Uh, hey, would be earth, maybe? Hue? Nope. No, okay, yeah.
0: That's all right. Uh, they say that wu go, go. W W I don't know how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah. wu gua, maybe, or is gotcha. earth, and then uh, da fang is the fang.
1: yeah, yeah, they're they're the name literally after. Earth. You know, Earth, Wind, all that kind of stuff. All right. Yeah. Well, Dang, you got me on that one. Ooh, that are you? That's not a mythic question. <laughs> Dude, uh, are you serious? That's that's a mythic question. Well,
0: that's uh. I mean, hey, these these questions are not for the light of heart. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: So I'm. Um, you know, what? I mean, I think I lost already. Can we just go through the rest? Let's see how bad I, this can go.
0: Oh well, yeah, we're gonna we would run through them anyways just to torture you, but.
1: All right, all
0: right. Um. You know, for yucks. All right, so question three. And now we don't need to feel bad if you don't know the rest of these. Um, Mm -hmm. So, Lu Lang was a scholar and explorer who left Pandaria with his companion, Shenzhen Zhu. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a festival named after him, you know, because he's dead. Uh, And his turtle is actually now referred to as the Wandering Isle, as you know. However, Lu Lang still originated from Pandaria. What village was he born in? Is it A, Half Hill? B, Stone Plow? C, Dawn's Blossom? Or D, the Nylee Lagoon?
1: I'm going to say the, uh, the lagoon. That's the one in the Castorang Wilds, right? That is the one in Castorang Wilds. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the one. I'm going to say that one.
0: It is, however, not the answer to the question.
1: Dang. Yeah,
0: he was born in Stoneplow.
1: That's That's also in Half Hill, right?
0: Uh, it's near Half Hill, yeah it's, yeah. it's closer to the
1: wall. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. That's all right. all right. And look, they're, they're, uh, one of my officers is kicking. them. If they hear this, they're going to be smashing their head into the wall. Like, I taught you this. You should know yeah
0: we spent days going over possible pandaren lore questions how could you get these wrong
1: <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> now you know the thing is like i'm gonna be on wowpedia now and just digest content here because i know some obscure questions you know some answers but you you got me on a few these these some the look okay, that one is i, I should have known but the, the other one with the elements now that's a mythic bro. You need to you need to get a <laughs> different evaluation.
0: Well, so here's the thing. Um, you know, the questions that are mythic aren't necessarily harder. Okay. But they are not pandaren themed. Uh, so I'm actually trying to be fair to you by keeping y- these pandaren themed. Y- okay, okay. Um, but yeah. I mean, you know, we all know different trivia about the game. And so you actually may know this next question. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Question four. According to the Edicts of the Thunder King, which is the code of laws written by the first Mogu Empire, Uh the acts of sedition, insurrection, and rebellion are to be published or are to be punished publicly by what means? Is it A, beheading? B, amputation of limbs c drowning or d evisceration
1: uh i'm gonna to... i think it was the removal of limb the edicts of thunder king
0: it's actually evisceration
1: i'm 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 terrible <laughs> man i'm getting spanked yo <laughs> like you know what i mean like i'm just getting wrecked
0: that's uh that's an archaeology question. You find the the edicts of the Thunder King
1: as but one me, of it's your. Like, it's funny that you mentioned that because I used. So we we the steel paul we had this thing back in Legion about this, um, storyline that had uh, since the Legion you know was invading Azeroth, you know a fragment. Of one of their like little legion ships fell onto as fell onto Pandaria, and that demonic. I know it's going way over, but that demonic energy revived the spirit of a uh, Endar Lord or whatever, and wow. he, you know, he was in, you know, uh, he was possessing other Mogu members and their tribes and stuff like that. And one of the, I guess, the flavor texts is that I I had one the Edicts of the Thunder King. I had one of the quotes, you know, brought into it uh, as we were of fleshing out characters, and so wow. when you say, say that, that uh, was like God. I I I looked that mug up and you know researched it, and we had conversations, and I still dropped the ball on that. You know,
0: yeah, that's okay. <laughs> no so, one's gonna judge you too harshly. Uh,
1: I got I got smacked, yo. <laughs> well,
0: we've got one more question. If you feel up to
1: it, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's, let's just continue with the uh, punishment. All right,
0: yeah, you you actually might feel. You might be pretty upset at me for this one, um, but okay. Uh, on the timeless aisle, uh, you can speak with senior historian Evelina, who will give you a quest called the timeless question. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this quest is actually, or this quest, yeah, is actually kind of copying what we're doing here. You know, it's kind of their own feat of strength, where she asks you a lore question in exchange for a prize. Uh, one of the questions, and this is Pandaren themed because it takes place on the Timeless Isle. Uh, but one of the questions that she asks is uh, name the homeworld of the Ethereals. What is the answer to this question? You want it... to give me
1: multiple choice? Okay, there we go. There we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you multiple choice. <laughs> right, yeah, I appreciate, appreciate it, fam. Uh,
0: is it A, Koresh? B, Zerodi, Zerodi I think is how you pronounce it? Cool, okay. Uh, C, Kural. Or D, Zoroth?
1: I'm going to say... No, no, no. Zoroth? No, 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 no. Yeah, just... No, yeah, correct. Kare- no, no, no. Zoroth. Zoroth. No, say it him again. Say it him again. Let me think. Okay. Uh, it's it's A, Koresh.
0: Okay. B, Zorodi. Uh, and Zorodi is spelled with an X. So okay. it's... X A R O okay. D I
1: That sounds, sounds look sounds ethereal when I think about it, but
0: Yep, so koresh Zorodi uh C is Koral or Kural uh-huh. and D is Zoroth.
1: No, Zoroth is the warlock steep thing. Definitely could be. So that can't be that one. Okay. Okay.
0: I don't know what the fuck any of these are, so that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: that. So no, so that's why off sounded familiar, because that sounds like the Warlock Dreadsteed thing. Um mm. I'm gonna say we're gonna let's, let's go with the first one. correct right, yeah Yeah, forget it. Just, I'm just gonna say the first one. Fuck yeah. All <laughs> that's right. That's hey, very good. <laughs> oh snap <laughs> okay. okay. Points. Points, mate. <laughs> Run the board. All right, to take my drink to that one, all right. Yeah, two out of five. Hey, not bad. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that was fun.
0: Yeah, hey, you know. You know, it's, it's funny. You're in the hot seat in here, and sometimes you think that you know things, but then you get caught up because, you know, you see that recording button, and or yeah. that recording sign, and you're like, oh, geez, do I know this, or don't I? And...
1: Yeah, yeah, bro, I'm slightly sweating here. Yep. <laughs> not too much, because, you know, I'm always calm, but, you know, just, just, just a little... Just a little perspiration, yeah. Just a little bit, you know. Nothing old spice can fix. Right, exactly. So, uh, all right,
0: man. Well, you know what? I mean, you won't be joining the shadow pan today. I mean, the uh, the feed of strength. Um, not today.
1: Not today. Catch me, but... the ne- catch me on the next one. I'll be I'll be ready. I'm gonna sit there, and we're gonna digest this stuff. I'm gonna study. I'm gonna come up here like a scholar. All right, lore master. Let's go. You're
0: going to find your, uh, your inner zen and study those books, and next thing you know, you're going to be Laura Walker
1: Cho or whatever his name is. some like that. It's, it's going to be real.
0: Yeah, man. Well, I mean, hey, man, it was great having you on here today. Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh, Appreciate it.
0: You know, I would love to have you on again. We discussed a lot of good things, um, and I hope for everybody listening at home across the universe that you enjoyed our discussions, too. Uh, shout out to the Steel Pashauden! I hope everything goes well for you guys with the Imperial Tournament. I will see you there, and I hope to yeah. see all of our listeners there too. Gotcha. You you can have your opportunity to defeat me and others in a duel. Liangjie, any final words?
1: No, man. I well, I mean, I guess now I'm talking. Those these are final words. I appreciate you bringing me on this show. Like, let, let you know, making me uh speak to your viewers and getting eviscerated by those. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Those lore questions. Uh, and shout out again, shout out to the Steel Paul shout in all the other Pandaren guilds that I mentioned, South Fairy Watch, you know, Naku, you know, all my other you know friends and people across in the Warmaster Accord server. And yeah, thank you. Thank. Uh, hope to see people at the tournament, but just you know, if you anybody's looking for a Pandaren roleplay on Horde side, you know, Steel Paul shout in. will definitely, you know, uh, we'll examine you because you know not everybody can join the ranks of the elite warriors of Pandaria um and uh no it's uh it's been real fun i hope to see some of y'all there all right everybody
0: thank you uh for checking in this week uh this has been another episode of the south theory watch podcast